Hello and welcome to FEC Talk. This is Tim with FECTalk.com. Today I want to talk about IAPA 2022. And this will probably be a multi-part series. In this part, I'm just going to give my overall thoughts of IAPA and some of the people that I met and just a general view of the whole show. So with no further ado, we will get started. So I came to IAPA on Tuesday morning and just started right into the trade show floor. No sessions uh, Tuesday morning. And wow, what what a huge difference from last year. There was no doubt about it. So last year I went in there and it looked rather empty. And this year it looked quite full, like overwhelmingly so. I was blown away. It was great to see so many people at the show. So... Of course, the first thing I did was went and started looking at the games. And I have to tell you guys, so many people came up to me and said that they listened to the podcast. It was, just thank you for that. Thank you very much to every one of you that come up and let me know that you listen to the podcast, you read the blogs, and you check the list out at FEC Talk. Very, very, very appreciated. I I just was overwhelmed by all of you. Thank you so much. It really meant a lot to me and moved me. It's uh it makes it really worth it. Cuz this is just a hobby and it's a hobby of love. It's passion for the industry and I really want to help everybody succeed that I can. And you guys coming up and uh acknowledging the podcast and thanking me for the efforts. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. So going through, there was a lot of new offerings, a whole lot of them. And I, I was blown away. There's a, a lot of things that I really need to dive into and check out still even. One of the things that I want to talk about first will be the Baytech. Now, they have an LED kit for big bass wheel that just breathes new life into your big bass wheel. I was blown away by it. It's What a great idea. They did the same thing with Spin and Win. They had a Spin and Win LED upgrade kit that just made that seem like a whole new game. And I see they got a new version of that now too. But this upgrade for Big Bass Wheel is a must have. And I'm told it's $2,400 for it. Who cares? It's worth every penny. You got to see what it does to your Big Bass Wheel. It makes it amazing. The lighting is awesome. And they did a great job because they displayed it next to one that had the original lighting with one right next to it with this new LED bars. I mean, it just looks great. Great job, Baytech. That was an amazing piece. A good upgrade. 
I spent some time with my buddies at Semnox, and they got new kiosks and new offerings. That's just an all-around good software. They ha- we're, As a lot of people know by now, we're doing an $80 million expansion at the Bavarian Inn Lodge. And all of these aspects of their software cover the different aspects that we're adding. It's just amazing. So, if you're in the market for a card system that can grow with you and your business, then I'd definitely look into Semnox. And Brian Duke has been a friend with, of mine forever, so great guy. Did the first, first podcast with him, so check it out. But he worked for Sokoa, and I bought the Sokoa system with him. That's a good system, too. But I would highly recommend checking out some knocks and checking out other ones, too. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Check them out. So another one I was asked about is Zombie Bowl. And I do believe that was over by Wallop, but I could be wrong. I took a picture of it, but I didn't get the manufacturer of it now i like it it's cool the innovation's neat the only thing is is how many zombie games do we need to have in a family friendly atmosphere some hey it may work for a lot of you if you do that's a cool looking game so i definitely recommend it but personally i'm just i'm zombied out and, you know, just keeping it family-friendly for the kids, they, I think they could have did different different options. But that's just my opinion. Uh, one that surprised me was in somebody, in FEC operator, somebody called me out saying that I don't know the business or something like that if I haven't heard of them. But, heck, you can't see everything. Relics, the Relics coaster. I was checking that out. Now, there's no moving parts that don't move around or anything. It's got fans in it. But I tried it out, and I tell you, it was very neat. It felt like I was moving. It, they did a great job. So this is a an affordable piece by Relics that's VR. It's, it's like uh, my... You know, King Kong of Skull Island, but at a much more affordable price. Half the price. Actually, less than half the price. So, something you may want to check out if you're thinking about putting a ride like this in a, a mall location. Because this would be great for an operator, too, that wanted to kind of, you know, dabble in this this type of thing. This would be a great piece for them. But great for a fun center, too, or bowling, arcade, the whole gamut. It is a great piece. So, please excuse me. I, When I came back, I had all kinds of crud, head congestion. I don't know if it was from traveling or what. My wife had it, too, so don't know. So, excuse me. I might have to cough here every now and then. So... I apologize for that. 
and my voice probably sounds rough. <coughs> but next ones I was looking at, I was looking at the bill changers. I I don't even do much in uh, tokens. I don't do anything in tokens right now. And I still look at the things because it's just so many years doing it. But I'm glad I don't do it anymore. But if you are doing tokens and you're looking for changers or token machines, American Changers is the way to go. I don't even know that anybody else is worth the while. So the next stop was Stern. I wanted to check out the Dr. No pinball machine. Plays a little odd compared to some of the other Sterns that I've played lately because I really have to say Godzilla, great gameplay. Deadpool, great gameplay. Avengers Infinity War, great gameplay. Mandalorian, great gameplay. This one plays a little different. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just something to get used to. And I will say, this is another one that's on my not-so-family-friendly list because one of the female characters' name is something galore. And I just... First, family-friendly options that might not make the list. So just giving you that. I am getting uh, getting one of these, but it's going to be... We'll have a decal that goes over the young lady's name and the, any call-outs. There will be a family-friendly call-out mode. So that's very nice a stern to do. So great thing and a great offering by Stern. I was checking out Rick LaFleur's uh, spot and the really big crane company and the really big machine. I really like that crane. That really pops. Hell of a header on it though. Oh my gosh. I think the header is probably about at least 30% of the height on this thing. But man does it glow and it really catches your eye. He did a great job with this offering, so definitely check that out from the really big crane company. And they're the ones that make Find a Key. If you don't have a Find a Key, you should really check it out. And then, just, I was looking at these XA Arcadias. I don't, somebody's going to have to help me out with this. They look like a 80, well, no, they look like late 90, early 2000 type arcade games, and they had a hell of a booth, and I'm just wondering, what's the appeal? Do they get a lot of play? Is it worth looking into? I, I don't know. <coughs> and then I was looking at uh, Pipeline Games, Gary Balaban, and then you got Emil, uh, lucky numbers that was a magic play offering from years ago so you just button push game you stop on the number they got their uh, prize factory very nice looking crane i was surprised it looks really good perfect 10 now interesting game so on perfect 10 what you do there are five different prizes that you could offer so you swipe your card, put your tokens in, put your dollars in. This is a great operator piece too, by the way. Uh, 
So you you put your money in, you get your credits, you pick one of the five prizes you want to win, and then it, it starts counting up, and you want to stop it on 10.00. And not so easily done, but it's a really cool game, and I think that this is a a very viable option for an FEC or an operator. And it's always nice to see ones that can cover both bills. So what happens is if you land on the perfect 10, it drops the prize down for you. So if you're an operator, you can have whatever you normally put in a merchandiser like that. It could be plush. It could be electronics. If you're in an FEC, you could put ticket values on there. Jim Chapman makes a nice ticket cards that you can hang out, hang and put in these machines. So, very cool game. Perfect 10 by Pipeline Games. And then they have their duck locker, their ticket locker. They're always a good option, too. Then I was looking, uh, you know, looking at the uh, Andamiro. The t ticket coaster. Look, this is a a viable game it takes up a lot of footprint for what it is in my opinion but some people would like it <coughs> pardon me again and then their jurassic jurassic world where you you know push the thing the jeep and try to stop it in certain values very interesting and very good game pump it up i like that and that's something I really want to look into more. It's like a Dance Dance Revolution type. And then I'll get back to Anamiro, but I was looking at Pac-Man Power Pellets. little ball toss game. Very interesting too. And they did a good job with it. It looks great. And then they're, they're DC superheroes that's been out for a few years. I mean, if you don't know and you can't tell by looking at it, it's made by Andamiro. But it's a great game, too. Got card sets, the villain and the hero card sets, and very well done. Then I walked by, well, it's uh, Jet Games, Jenison Entertainment Technologies. They bought out Family Fun Companies, and they have Quick Shot. It's like a pellet gun. They had it out at the show last year, too. Very interesting game. A lot of fun. It's a shoot target shooting with your BB gun or pellet gun. A lot of fun. Alex Maison is the one that pointed that out to me. And then an interesting merchandiser I saw, The Hand by Eunice. So that's, it's like Find a Key. But it's got a big hand, and the hand will fit in these boxes. You get the hand lined right up, and then the hand will push the prize out the back of the box. So a good take on a find-a-key type game. Then they had another marble pusher. Emoji. It was an emoji marble pusher. Now, another closed-loop system. But a very attractive piece. And... I'd have to look into it more, but it was pretty neat. So another another highlight of the show was Find a Coin. This is by St. Louis Crane Company. And unfortunately, I didn't get 
get a good enough look at this. And I really want to look into this more. But it's very a very attractive piece and a good merchandiser. This would be a, a good one for an operator or an FEC. And yeah, I just wanna I wanna look into this one more. I I should have given it more attention because I'm I thought it was a just a revamp of one of their other cranes. So that was a bad on me, Brian was telling me about it and unfortunately I didn't I just didn't give it the attention it deserved but what it is is you find you find the coin and you put the coin in a slot I believe and then one of the different vault doors would open and you get the prize that's in there so it's a great merchandising piece for operators or FEC operator and they did a retooling of some of their cranes that look really good uh, the Neon World, the new, it looks good. I like it. And then the Dinosaur World, the bigger one, looks good. They got these new uh, foam balls that they do really good. And it's a good piece to put in. I want to see if my dinosaur egg game can take them, if they'll go through that hole or not. But we'll see. So, great job, S&B. The Neon World, the new header and everything looks really good. And they could customize cranes, too, for you. Put your header in there and do a good job for you. So they're always a good company to go for. They got the ticket cutter. And if you look on my list, that ticket cutter does very well. And what I do is I have 5,000. I, I made PVC tubes and put a label on them for 5,000 tickets. And it's just 5,000 tickets across the board. And that thing... It prints money for us. That thing's paid for itself several, several times over now. So, definitely a worthy piece. If you want... If you want... A cut to... You know, a cut the prize or whatever you want to call it. A string cutter for an operator. There are two different versions. They have cut your prize. And that's a six string one so you could have six different prizes or they have skill cutter and the skill cutter really looks good that's a really nice looking game then i was looking at the different air hockeys that are available from uh dynamo <coughs> and they do a good job i'm i've always been partial partial to the american standard though but Dynamo makes good games. But if I was to recommend an air hockey game, I would recommend Ice FX by Ice Games. I bought one of those. They got the tone bars on the side. And I'll just tell you, that thing has held up since 2016 and is doing great. And love it. My next stop was, to, since I was at the Dynamo, was to see my buddy Terry Riddell. And he makes those jet pongs, the beer pong games with the floating, the ball floats in the air and you just grab it out of the air to play. Great, great system. He come up with a new one. It's uh, jet hoops. So it, you throw it into three different, there's a one point, a two point, and a three point basket. 
So another great addition. So he's expanding and coming up with new ideas for the technology, which is great. So jet ponds are a, a great piece to have in a, especially a operator bar location in places that play a lot of beer pong, right? Then I checked out Wicked Tuna by Eunice and I, people are saying that it's not all that great, but I had fun with the game and I just worry about the string. It's like, what happens when the string gets cut? There was nobody around there to answer my questions, but... Okay, so some... You know how it is in our places. People are always going to mess with stuff. So if they cut the string, what happens? You know, how much does it cost to repair that? I don't know. But it just seems like something that would be easy to do, or easy, easy to do by accident, even. <clears throat> then I was looking at the new offering by Andamiro, which is the Avengers Affinity, Infinity Stone. And what it is, is it's, they, they took the mechanism that they had from there. I think it was a called Aquarium Drop or something like that, where it's got three, three holes that you'd try to drop it into and then one in the middle if you miss. They added that to the game to this game and they added a thing where you get you try to light up the different colors there's different color balls that come down that represent the six different colors of infinity stones so what you want to do is you want to light up all six of them to get the super bonus spin and if you get the super bonus you get the <coughs> sorry about that guys you get the 1,000 tickets or whatever you set it at. So, I I don't know. It just, it just didn't seem all that appealing to me. It looked boring. Uh, the holes are hard, hard to hit, so I don't know. I'm not a fan of that one. But it's got quick play. Alright, sorry guys. I had to take a little little break here to clear my throat and get back on track here. Like I said, I come back with a cough, sore throat, and all that fun stuff. And like I also said, my wife was here, so... She had it before I left, so I don't think I got it from the show. I think I got it from her, and then off we go. But continuing with Andamiro, the next one I looked at was SpongeBob SquarePants Pirates of Bikini Bottom. Now this one is a contrast to the Avengers of Infinity Stone. This game is a home run. This game's a grand slam. So you got your card set, you got chips... And they got little plastic balls, like uh, pearl fishery. Very, very good, good idea. Using the balls instead of the coins. No more dust, no more jams, hopefully. I did see a couple of the balls come out, but whatever. This is a very, very cool game. And this is going to be a winner for an FEC. 
So I highly recommend this one if you got an FEC. If you had the old SpongeBob and you had success with it, this one's going to be no different, except for I think this one will be a lot less mechanical issues. So if you're looking for something like Avengers, this is comparable to that as well. Very, very good game. Very well done, Andamuro. Thank you for putting this one out. We appreciate it. So the next one is back to uh, Pipeline Games, Cut to Win. So they come out with a new... Uh, some new aesthetics for this game. They made it look a little different. Well, a lot different. But looks good either way. I actually like the old one a little better. But this game is a winner for sure. And I've seen this lauded by all kinds of people on FEC operators and other groups that they just made money hand over fist with a, this machine. And what they do is they'll put a, a PlayStation 5 in it and it'll make a ton of money for them. It's a great piece. And when you do that, you take a picture of the winner and post, you know, post them up around the machine and just let that money print money for you. They have a couple different color layouts and LEDs. So, cut to win. There's several versions of this. And Pipeline Games has it down. SNB has it down. I don't have any experience and I haven't really seen anybody talk about Fantastic Prizes or any of the other ones. So, I really don't know. But if you're going to get a get one of these uh, cutters, I'd get one from Pipeline or SNB. Great companies, both of them. So, another one that I was looking at, and my friend Rob Boyle played it with me, is this Sniper Strike. And it's VR. And man, was that a cool game. That's uh, it was offered by Corey Haynes, and very cool game, very good for an operator, very good for an FEC. Something to check out for sure. It's a sniper strike. If it's the right one, it's sniper strike two, I believe, and it's got VR right into the scope, and it's a great game, a lot of fun. And then right about now is when I was getting waved down by Sunnox. They won a Brass Ring Award. And I thought that was really cool. So, congratulations, Sunnox. They got it on their Lumen Reader, Luminaire, or whatever it's called. And then now I'm looking at a picture of the old cut to win and like I said I kind of like the looks of that one better but to each their own perfect 10 alright so Sega come out with a game called Bop It and it's fun to play so it goes Bop It Twist It, Pull It Spin It and there's five different elements so you could spin it you could pull the lever, 
You could twist the lever. You could flick a lever or hit a button. And it's cool. It's fun to play. But you could play this game for a long time. So I don't know. It's uh, it's relatively small footprint. But I think it'd be, it would be a good piece for an FEC. I would recommend it. It's a, uh, it's just a. I'm sure you can adjust the play time, but part of the fun of it is being able to play it for a while. So, check it out. It's by Sega called Bop It. Fun game. Looks great too, and not that big of a footprint for a change. Then I was looking at Coastal Amusements. They got they were showing their Break the Plate again, which is a cool game. Not a lot of mechanics to it, so a lot less things to break down. So looks pretty cool. Big footprint. It re- it reminds me like a, a like a digital version of Down the Clown. And then I was looking, they have a four-player water gun game. And if you got the room for it, I think that would be a nice piece to add to your FEC, too, if you got the room. And it's a filler game, but it's a really nice-looking game. And I think people would have fun with it. I have their Iceman and never regretted getting it. Then I spun around back to Baytech, and I saw their big ticket drop. And it's a typical Baytech piece. I would put it on par with a Quick Drop or Pop the Lock, Dizzy Chicken, Willy Crash. They make good games, and this is no exception. So you can't go wrong with a Baytech game. Then I was looking at their Axe Master, seeing if they made any tweaks to it. It didn't seem any different, but it looked like the axes might stick a little bit better into the play field. And I still haven't pulled the trigger on this. You know, when I was looking at it, I think it was like twenty six grand. It's probably a lot more now. But if you got the room and you don't want real axe throwing... It's something to consider for sure. Like I said, you can't go wrong with a Baytech game, really. Next one I was looking at was Retro Raccoons. And I've been hearing things about this, about how great it is for a bar game, you know, for operators. It's got cup holders, and what you do is you play a game. It's got eight different games in it, so it's eight rounds. But what I didn't like about it is I had some friends with me. Uh, Jen and Rob Boyo, and we couldn't play it together. I hit start, and they couldn't join in. So I don't even know who makes this game, but you guys really should add an option to where people could join in on the next round regardless. I mean, come on, this game's there to make money. Let it make money instead of blocking three players for eight rounds. So I didn't even bother playing it so 
if somebody wants to try to sell me on it, email me or post it on the boards or somewhere. But I just wasn't sold on it. All right, so the next one, Carnival Wheel by Team Play. This game, if you have a big FEC, this is the way to go. The game is friggin' awesome. It's gonna be, it's gonna be the game of the year, I think. It's just that good. Now, I don't want to endorse it like too heavy because I don't know the mechanics of it, but it looked like everything lasted well, at least till Friday without having any problems, but I don't know. You got a big wheel like that with all these screens. I, I don't know how the mechanics are going to hold up on it, but I can say this. I mean, I never saw an issue with it the whole time that I was at the show and that game is amazing. So look that one up by Team Play, Carnival Wheel. 100% a winner. Next one I was looking at is across the way there at LAI's booth. They have FGTV. Small footprint, quick play game. Uh, you pull back a lever and launch a ball. And it goes, there's a big spinning wheel with four mini spinning wheels in it. And the game's nice, very nice, very well done, LEI. Small footprint, quick play game. That's a good one. And then I was looking at their Rick and Morty. So another closed loop system. No cards or chips like I like that come out. And But very beautiful game. They did a great job. It's eye-catching and... I had fun playing it. So I just want to give a shout out for that one too. That was a that was a lot of fun to play. And I think that that's going to be a popular game. I think they did a lot better with this than they did with Angry Birds. So well done, LAI. So I think this one will be another popular one for them, like Pearl Fishery. So... Yeah, kudos. And then another one that I wanted to look at, I had great expectations for, was Dodgeball by Ice Games. And I have to say, man, it is an eye-catching game. It's beautiful. All these uh, colored dodgeballs in it. The game's bright and colorful. Really draws the eye, but it's so friggin' huge. They have, I think they got, they got ungodly giant and then just giant size ones, I think. But geez, oh, Pete's. And all they are is like an, uh, it's not the exciting gameplay that I thought it was. You got these targets that don't even really move around. And I don't know. Just I can't endorse this one. Sorry, Ice. 
all I could see out of this is a big, big, expensive piece on my floor with kids playing dodgeball all through my fun center with the balls from it because they got bored of the game. So we'll move on from that one. Sorry, Ice. You guys do make great games. You're a great company, and you got a lot of integrity, but this game just doesn't do it for me. So the next one we stopped at was Lasertron, the axe throwing. And they upgraded it a little bit from last year. Now you don't have to hit scores on the scoreboard. When you throw the axe and hit a score, it automatically tracks it now for you. Very cool. Great, great piece. If you're looking to do axe throwing, I would definitely throw this on top of it because just what a way to go. Now, I visited Smart, and I tell you, th those guys are smart at Smart Industries. I was talking with Jim Dupree, and he showed me around. He showed me their new stuff. I do. They got a small footprint basketball that I think would be great for operators or FECs that wanted to limit their space a little bit. And still have the basketball. It's called uh, the basketball is called MVP, and they just did a good good job with it. It looks great, nice and bright. It's a basketball game. Then they they got their own version of a rope cutter, which I I thought they did a great job. What it is is it's a package, and if you cut the if you do cut successfully cut the rope, the package drops, the door opens, and you get all the prizes inside. And you, you, very good idea. I like, I like how they did it. It's got pros and cons. It's a, it's just a wow effect. So that was a, that was a good idea. That one's called Mega Prize. So you, you cut the string, winner takes all. Then the, they got another one that's called Mega Box, and you put it next to a prize time. And if you if you get the the key from the prize time, then you put it in the Mega Box, and you win all the prizes in the Mega Box. So another good idea. They always have good ideas. So good job, Smart Industries. They also had a like a three-tiered, three or four-tiered crane. I think it's three. It's a winner every time. You just play until you win. You you could win an egg, a big or medium-sized plush, or a big-sized plush. So very cool how they did that, too. And then I went and checked the eel out. Now, nothing new-new, but... I tell you, the Emerald City edition of Wizard of Oz, it will be mine. It will be. I'm going to order a couple of those because, look, 
if you read my articles, look at my website, listen to the podcast, you know that if you follow what I do on these things, these things make money hand over fist. So, you know, like a $30,000 price tag is no obstacle for the money that it makes. This game is what you want. This and Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka, if you're going to pick between the two and you don't have Willy Wonka, get Willy Wonka. That's the way to go. That thing's going to make money hand over fist for you. But remember, you have to set up the cards differently. You have to make the golden ticket its own card. You don't need it for the whole set. And then make the set a little bit easier to get, a little bit less tickets. You're not ordering cards all the time. And your guests are happier. You're happier. You're making more money. Guests are getting more entertainment. It's just a win and win. So looking at more pictures of the Rick and Morty by LEI. Blips and chips, they call it. It's a it's a great game. It really looks great. Then there was Kiosoft. I was looking at their stuff. They don't do it's they're a card system, but they don't do tickets. But definitely a viable option for an operator. So there was a lot more things, and I think I'll have a at least one more episode on the IAPA 2022 show. I just wanted to go through some of the machines and initial thoughts on them. And then on the next one, I'll make my recommendations of if I was going to get five, five or ten machines from IAPA 2022, what would they be? I will definitely go over that and just give my recommendations and my thoughts. But the IAPA 2022 show was very good. A lot of people showed up. And like I said, thank you so much for everybody that come up to me. What I was doing was I was posting. I wore, I got some specific shirts. I had a Gallagher shirt. I had a Frogger shirt, Pac-Man shirt, a Tetris shirt. So people could find me easy. And they did. And thank you so much for calling me out and telling me to listen to the podcast. Enjoyed it very much. Thank you so much, everybody. All right, I'm going to sign off. I got to do some recovering because this cold's kicking my butt, but I wanted to put out a quick thing on IAPA 2022 for you. So I apologize for the coughs and the sniffles. I just couldn't help it. So, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email me at tim at FEC Talk. If you want to be on the show, let me know. You got something to share with the industry. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast, and I look forward to making the next one for you. So, thanks so much, and it was great meeting some of you at the show, and I hope to meet 
others of you in future shows. Thank you so much. Tim out.